millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The, the first line, where the fuck do we get off telling people how to go out? Who gives you the right? <laughs> yeah, the arrogance of what we're doing. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> also, the fact that we've done, we've narrowed this down to 12 points is ludicrous. Surely there should be more, but I think, yeah, 12's pretty succinct. And is 12, it's mimicking Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's yeah. clickbaity. It's really clickbaity. <laughs> mm. But to be fair, the 12, I think it, it actually is perfect. There was... We, we hit 12, had nothing more or less. We couldn't evict one and we couldn't add one. I love that you said, let's do 12 before we even yeah. knew what we were going <laughs> to talk about. And then as we were yeah, writing it down, 12 was a perfect number. Yeah. Pretty funny that. You only need those 12. <laughs> and to me, it's also, there's a bit of flow because it kind of flows through pre-night, on the night and then higher level. Yeah. Yeah. I think it works out well. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Yeah. What's it? <laughs> well, number well, one. I think number one fits into perfectly what we're doing right now, which yeah. is yeah. <laughs> don't plan. But I would say on this point, I said it to you, this yeah. is more controversial than I think we realize. You reckon? Almost everyone plans dinners, booking tickets, COVID change that shifted things where people reserve tables. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, we don't really hang out with them, but I think a lot of people (laughs) plan rigorously. You know what gets me is when people look at a fucking um, menu before going to the restaurant. Like, that is another level of planning. Where it's like, you're going out for dinner. Like, just sit down and look at the menu in real time as part of the experience. Yeah, it's embarrassing when people do that, Yeah, to be frank. And people try and do that with nights out. Like how do you do this, blah, 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 where are we going to go, what are we... No, 
no, you can't be doing that. Because it would it, but it does come with risks. Yeah, not planning. That's, yeah. but that's the point. You can have a flop. You an absolute flop. Yeah, but your best night is always the unplanned night. That to be fair, that's a common. Most people agree with that. Mm. Most people buy into that idea um, of the the spontaneous, unexpected night. Like, oh my, I'm tr- I was planning to have a night in. Oh my god, now I'm out. Yeah, having an awesome time. Most yeah. people, fair, to be fair, do buy into that. So we're not saying something completely new. Well, even like when people reminisce about the best nights out that they've had, it's always been unexpected, right? Something mm. unanticipated happens. There, I don't know. Can't think of an example off the top of my head. Uh, well, actually, I can think of one. I'm thinking about one of my mates. They walked some ridiculous thing, and to them, that meant everything. And it's it's those unplanned things mm. um, that yeah, you remember because it's novel, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe it isn't as controversial, but I think the other, the point which is more philosophical is by planning, you're always looking forward to something and you're never enjoying the moment. That's unplanned. Yeah. You are always just in the moment. Yep. Which, yeah. Which, yeah. You're present. People find it hard to be present. Absolutely. Pretty philosophical, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, and, and on that note, like, New Year's Eve is the the worst day of the year by far because people overplan it. Yeah. Because it's so busy, everywhere's so packed, you have to book something. Yeah. That it's like, yeah, you it, it ends up being a flop. And literally everyone, except for when COVID this year, but New Year's Eve, everyone is out as yes. well. So you just assume it's going to be. Yeah. But it, yeah, you assume it's going to be fun, but it never is. <laughs> it always disappoints. <laughs> yeah. Shocking day. Absolutely. New Year's Eve is. Is it manufactured? It feels like... Yeah, fireworks. Fireworks. You're trying to tell me those fireworks <laughs> is going to be the pinnacle of my night. Where do you get off? It's ridiculous. Because that's number two. No, this... No planning. I think enough people buy into it. Yeah. No manufactured fun will rock some heads. Because we define manufactured fun as a drinking game. Oh, people love drinking games. And it's like no, it's not. That's not how you go out. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like at school where they have like activities for everyone to do. Yeah. it's like no, you've got free time. You can do yeah. whatever you want. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, manufactured fun. But it's we've talked about this in the um, days of the week. Mm. Trivia is another example where people are referring back to questions, and they have they have a constant point of conversation that's always there for them. Yes. If you need that external piece to be to be there, because that's mm. how you need to have a conversation, that's how you need to have fun. Yeah. It, I think it just reflects poorly on your own ability to just have fun yourself. Well, th- there's something like, I love playing board games, right? Manufactured fun are very good in certain circumstances, but specifically for mm. going out. Yes. Like, you do not need it. Correct. And that's what we're talking about. Like, if you're getting a bunch of people around and you're going to play, like, some drinking games or whatever, just because you're having a night in, fair enough. That's what you want to do for fun. It's a night in. Fair enough. That's a (laughs) night in. But if you're going out, you should not be doing drinking games. Even post-night, I would say. Yep. Beer pong's the fine line. Yeah, beer pong's pretty fun. Everyone loves beer (laughs) pong. 
<laughs> but I would say if like if we were gonna put a little asterisk and say beer pong exception, yeah. we would still only allow it once a month even no that's pushing it yeah, i'd say it's like, like a two or three time a year type yeah, thing. yeah 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 you only like it because you're good at it i don't particularly like beer yeah. it's because i'm bad at it yeah. <laughs> but it's manufactured fun yeah it's a distraction but i <laughs> there's something as well it's not just said drinking game being the manufactured fun mm. some people are manufactured fun like, oh, yeah. for example, oh, I'm going to get in trouble saying this. <laughs> English people, I would say, are manufactured fun. When- like, as a as a race? Like, as a, <laughs> yeah. as a culture? Yes. <laughs> yeah, as a culture. Or do you mean just, like, Anglo-Saxon ethnicity no, 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 in no, no, general? No, no. Can no. you be more specific? You, You're treading you, on a yeah. very thin no, line no, here, Stu. No. UK specific. <laughs> England. Mm-hmm. And... I think you go through a, an interaction with English people. Yeah. When you're 18, 19, they're the funniest people on the planet. Mo- like, on, on average, the, well, the average English person is funnier than, say, the average Australian person. But over time, you realise how gimmicky it is. It's like they've all, they've all, they all know the same songs which they'll sing on a night out, and that's funny to them. Yeah. Like same one-liners. Slang. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and it's funny. Mm, to Australians. Yeah, because we've never heard it. <laughs> yeah. But over time, you realise how gimmicky and manufactured it is. Now, I'm not saying English people aren't funny because of this, mm. but the English person who only relies on the gimmicky, the songs, those one-liners, yeah. is manufactured fun. I would argue not funny. English people English are people <laughs> <laughs> like you have an English mate you bring him out sorry you can't come tonight you're manufactured yeah. fun yeah yeah no I get what you mean I get what you mean English blokes yeah they some of their chat is pretty funny I think also the way that they speak is pretty funny as well like it's entertaining <laughs> um, but in England they wouldn't be funny are you they laughing would just be average. at the people at a that little point little bit yeah but they're laughing too so yeah it's play on <laughs> <laughs> yeah no harm done right also related number three no pre's I think is this gonna be another controversial one I don't know well it's the key distinction here as you said, if you're going to an event, mm. if you're going... Oh, I think it's just an event, really. Yeah. What What other time is pre's appropriate? Like a festival is an yeah. event. Yeah. yeah. They're just events, really. Events. Yeah. That's the only time it's allowed. Mm. But even then, I would say go to a pub. <laughs> I think the reason why you have pre's before an event is because you can get more drunk at pre's than you can at a pub. Because let's say, come to my house like an hour before we're going to Setmo or whatever. Yeah. You can get real pissed real quick in that hour. Whereas you meet at the pub, it's like, there's a lot going on. It's, I don't know. Mm. You're kind of like with your group, you're centered at home. You can put the volume up. Like, it's a bit of no rules so that you're flying by the time you're at the event. Whereas Mm. like... If when you're at the pub, you could get stuck there and forget about the event. You know what I mean? Well put. But the the pub going out is always funner. 
The only oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that because the pub is more fun, you miss your event. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so to get to the event, you don't you go to the go pub. pub. <laughs> so you drink at home. Because yeah, going to an event as well isn't going out. No, it's not They're going completely out. completely different. It's going to an event. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like events don't even pop on our radar with these rules. Yeah. You have to buy tickets. That's planning. That's planning. <laughs> already fallen through. Yeah. <laughs> but also, in in the context of going out, so you just want to go, go out, go to the pub later. Yeah. The only, again, the only reason you'd pre is if you don't have the money. <laughs> yeah. If you're a uni student, it's acceptable. Um, and you're drinking like goon bags or something. But it's I not guess. your preference, right? Oh, no. If, if they could, yeah. they'd be at the pub. Exactly. But I also think there's an essence of they don't know that they can go to the pub. Yeah. I think they yeah. think that it's like some tradition that you have to have pre's before you go to the yeah. pub or go to a dance floor or something like that. It's like, yeah. no, get mm. straight to the pub as soon as you can. It's yeah. so much more fun. 100%. Um, but yeah. yeah. Also an element with this... When you're younger, when you don't have as much money, you haven't learnt how to interact with other people. You're only comfortable in your said group. Yes. So you, pref- you prefer praise yes. because you know everyone there. You yeah. haven't learnt the art of the yes. finest events. You actually know. Yeah. You don't know most people. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, actually. It's the comfort zone. Yeah. Praise is the comfort zone where yeah. you're, you know everyone there, non-threatening. Yeah. Yeah. You get control of the music, you get control of the experience. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, yeah. being out in the real world, a bit more unexpected. Yep. Closely relates to four, this. Well, yeah, I was just, <laughs> I was just about to say this. It's rare. F- well, I don't know. It, for us, it's different. We, we went to college. So, I guess we kind of had this a little bit, but I think we really came into this particular element later on in life. Yeah. It's having a local. Yeah. So important. I I don't know if uni students have locals, really. No. Ex- no you don't go of. to uni bars. You, you go in your yeah. room, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, once you're living out of home, once you've, yeah, yeah with the people around you, you go to the local. Locals yeah. are so good. And yeah, that's it's key to make that point is we've done life without a local. Yeah. Have then experienced local life. Mm-hmm. Lo- yeah, local life is it's a mini version of being a celebrity. <laughs> 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 Which is I'll make it very clear. I am not a celebrity. I'm a nobody. Absolute nobody. But the feeling of being able to walk in, no. There was a point when we knew every single bartender. Josh, no. Every night. No one is calling you a celebrity. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Concerned I called myself a celebrity. I'll make it very clear. (laughs) I'm not (laughs) the furthest thing. I don't care what anyone else tells you. But yeah, well, it, come, it comes with cons. If everyone knows you in there, it's great because you've always got someone to talk to. Yeah. And that's yeah. the element of having a local. It When we said as well, no prees, you're in your comfort zone, you know yeah. everyone. Yeah. The other side of that, when you go out, if you go to a completely new place, you only know your group. Yeah. There's somewhere in between there yes. where when you know about 15% of people, maybe 20, that's probably pushing it, yeah. 20% of people in a said venue at a said house party 
those are the best dynamics. Absolutely. You always have people to refer back to if you get stuck, yeah. but you then have this jungle of people, <laughs> pro- <laughs> prospects, if you will, to meet at any given point. Yeah. And you generally, perfect with the local as well, similar to a house party, where mm. you know you're 10, they have another friend there, so you've got ins. Yeah. Similar to the local, bartenders are ins. Yeah. They know someone who they're serving. Yes. You naturally can meet people. Yeah. But there's a big risk with the local. Yeah. Because they all know you. Like, oh, I got banned for a month. Yeah. Because <laughs> they... Yeah, they knew you too well. Too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you got a bit too comfortable. Yeah, way too comfortable. Yeah. But t- it was more a probability thing that if you go somewhere... <laughs> if you go somewhere three... You're rolling the dice. It was only a matter of time. Gen- <laughs> we were in there three days a week, yeah. Royal Paddo. There's a point where... Let's say I have 20 nights in the space of six weeks. Mm. I'm bound to do something wrong. <laughs> you know, if I go there twice in six weeks, I'll probably be fine those two times. I go mm. 20 times. even It just increases the chances I'm going to fuck up. Do, do you know what? I think specifically with you, Stu, but in a more general sense, you get away with a little bit more at, at the local because they know you. You get away with a little bit, so you get away with a little bit more next time. And then the next time you get a little away with a little bit more. And because it's like you've built up a bit of rapport, you get a bit more slack and then yeah, 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 yeah. you end up taking it too far. Not not you specifically as an example, <laughs> but in a general sense of having a local. Um, it's something that can happen. It can work to your yeah. benefit though. You can get away with more. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other thing is too with the local, and I, <laughs> I'm going to use an example history because it's absolutely hilarious. You and our mate AP um, don't have each other's phone numbers, <laughs> don't talk during the week, but 5 p.m. on a Friday, no, to rock up to the local <laughs> and just yeah catch up where you left off the previous <laughs> Sunday as if nothing's happened. And there's no... Yeah. We're going to talk about this later. No, uh, yeah, how's your work week? How's this, that, the other? And consistently, every Friday, 5 p.m. at the local. Hilarious. Yeah, and the greatest part is it's almost when you're so comfortable with someone, you can just sit down and not talk. Like, we, I can recall time. We'll just sit there with a drink. 10 minutes. Just nothing, not a word. I'd prefer to sit in silence and ask about how his day was. I don't give a shit how your day was, to be frank, Adam. Don't, couldn't care less. <laughs> and I couldn't care less about explaining my day to you. Yeah. I'm coming to the pub to yeah. escape yeah. my mundane day-to-day life. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to sit here in silence <laughs> and just, like, cool off for a little bit. Yeah, and then send it. Also, yeah, so funny. Other thing with the local as well, for all those benefits, you risk, because novelty is so important for mm. going out and fun. The newer, the unexpected is are mm. the best nights. With a local, ugh, it gets blurred into one. It's the only way to put it. Oh, yeah, you can't remember specific nights. Yeah. No way. It, it yeah, it becomes a it becomes a blur, but it also feels like a a familial blur. Like it feels like yeah. home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um it's not a bad blur. Is there something to this? There's parts of the brains with like habits where it's like mm. when, you, when you're when you like walking home from the train station, 
you can't actually remember it because yeah. your brain's just in autopilot. Yeah. There's an, <laughs> the There's local, an element of that. You're in autopilot. So you don't remember the nights, wow. not because you're too drunk, just because there's a part of your brain which is yeah. auto. <laughs> yeah, you do run the risk, and touching on what you're saying, of doing the same thing every yeah. time you go to the, the local. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a fine... It is... Like, you have to have one, but it's a very fine line of... That doesn't mean you go there... Mm every week but you fuck but you need to go there enough so it's your local yeah and this really helps out with point one of not planning you don't have Mm. to say where are we meeting what are we doing this no no you just meet at the local as like a jumping off point yep and you go from there yep yep and then you're not doing pre's either yeah (laughs) it ties so nicely like it had to be there yeah yeah absolutely Wow, do these rules actually make sense? Have we? Are <laughs> <laughs> we talking about psychology and shit now? What is like, going on? Yeah, you, you got deep there for a little bit, Stuart. To, <laughs> yeah, to genuinely, my life. we've gone philosophy I'm point like, one, psychology yeah. now. I'm like, am I present? <laughs> am I thinking about what I'm having for lunch tomorrow? Like, if we're being present now, it is an inferno. <laughs> it is right so now. hot. It is so hot in here. <laughs> Oh my god! And to be fair, our local Royal Paddington is also an inferno, yeah. and it's sauna is not the word. <laughs> sauna is like a heavy, <laughs> humid. Inferno is like a dry, hot heat. Yeah, yeah. I- I'm telling you, on Saturday, level one is usually hot. I wouldn't say inferno. I would say hot. <laughs> level two, well, I say level one upstairs. Oh, yeah. it was an inferno in there, dripping, dripping with some. Yeah. Yeah. And they closed all the windows. It was insanity. <laughs> they d- it didn't have to be an inferno. All no, of them. No, no, all no. of them. They, and there was just- <laughs> they wanted it to be an inferno. <laughs> there was a security guard. I sw- Not literally, but it felt like his job was whenever he saw the door open to close it. So it stayed an inferno. <laughs> Sorry, no, you can't open that. Um, <laughs> why? Yeah. No, strict instructions. Yes. We must have all available. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, that so is funny. present. We're present. That's we're present. <laughs> I kind of wish you didn't make me present. I was enjoying not realising how hot it was. But you act- this, is- this actually segues well, because point five, we're taking a bit of a pivot. Now, it's almost so the first four is like before you get there. Now we're into like once you're there, you're like there. what are you up to? And I would say something like what happened on the weekend with the Inferno. Mm. A lot of people, that would have been drama. And rule five is no drama. Mm. A lot of people would have said, oh my God, this is too hot. This is awful. Mm. I either want to move or I want to go home. The table I was at, it was a running joke the whole night. Like it was just completely <laughs> reversed and it was just an ongoing hilarious joke where yeah. I would turn to James and say, mate, I am dripping. And he would turn to me and go, feel my shirt, feel it. (laughs) And that happened, not 50, but quite plausibly, that same interaction was had at least 15 times, Mm. more like 20, Mm. and it got funnier every single time. (laughs) Well, it's it's also a mindset, right? If you start getting in your mind, it's too hot, like I want to go home, blah, 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 the negativity, it's, it's drama in some sense. It is drama. You can spin it. You can manufacture, no, you can create, generate yes. some fun, some positivity. I think that's the essence of this rule yeah. is, uh, is the limiting the negativity. 
and uh, yeah, there's a couple of keys that come with no drama as well. One being some people's personality is drama. They're not interesting enough <laughs> to be fun with who they are. So they rely on drama, gossip, um, complaining mm. to be their conversation and to be yep. their point of interest and to, to get, engage people and draw them in. Yeah. And oh, I just think it's toxic. I, it's toxic. And to the point where I, I think it's that simple, you just, we just, we've banned it. Like completely cancelled oh, we've drama. We've cancelled it, yeah. It's not allowed yeah. to the point where someone brings up a sniff of drama. I recall, yeah. it's so that we don't have to say this anymore because we don't yeah. hang out with people that are yeah. drama filled. But yeah. it was early on, it was like, some would start, drama, nope, yeah. nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> and if they kept going, I think we would literally just get up. Yeah. It was completely or, banned. Yeah, or change the subject to something, yeah. Yeah. But people, because when you're, I was explaining this to you before. Mm. If you're at school, and this, I, th- I swear this must be the key starting point of drama people. Yes. But when you're at school, you don't have the option to just leave. Mm. You potentially, and often do, share classes every day, every second day with people you just don't like. Yes. You can't just leave the situation. <laughs> you have to be in that situation the whole time. So often your only outlet, and yeah. I was guilty of this, Yeah. but your only yeah. outlet is to start talking shit, mm. cause drama, complain, it becomes toxic, people hate each other, etc. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you leave school... <laughs> you don't just, have to hang out with those people anymore. <laughs> There's no excuse. I can't... Because yeah. I kind of get it. If you're yeah. at, at school, up, yeah. and up until you leave school, I kind of get it. Yeah. Like drama, it's kind of inevitable. Yeah, it happens. Beyond school, it's up to you. Yeah. You decide whether you want drama in your life. Yes. Yeah. And you can drop friends. People don't realise that. You can drop you can drop drama. You can. People don't have the ability to get rid of someone. Yeah. Drama is just the key characteristic you yeah. want to eliminate. And that goes back mm. to this, the fun being mm. the moment. You don't want to be in the moment with yeah. drama. Yes. I think there's also... Two things. One, I think we have a temptation to want to talk shit about people. There, there yeah. is like a... I think it is somewhat innate. It is also learned. But there's something to hearing some piece of gossip, hearing something what someone did or someone starting to like talk to each other in like a quite an aggressive way that piques our interest yeah. or piques our attention at least. Yeah. And I think that uh, you can kind of get consumed in that. Um, and it's just best. It's not fun. It's not a yeah. fun thing. It does catch your attention, but it's not enjoyable. Um, and the second thing I yeah. was going to say was, people's demons start to come out a little bit when they're drinking, and yeah, that can uh, that can cause some drama. Also, people just do stupid shit, and people get pissed off, right? Yep. No, that's but that's a really good point. The innate element, like there's something to that. In terms of, yeah, it's innate. If you can be harness the ability yeah. to subvert something that's innate, yes, like that is yeah. next level. Powerful. Like, yes, yeah. like that's why we're human and not yeah. a monkey yeah. because we have the ability to be self aware of that <laughs> and subvert it. Yeah, like you're if you can get rid of drama, 
Wow. I can't say you, this because we're the ones who've got in trouble, but it's like a superpower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're superhuman. Yeah. Like in the most literal sense of yeah. your harnessing yeah. the differentiator that makes us human. But it's also so like understandable to get caught up in the drama. Yeah. Like no one's blaming. Like it's actually the default. Yes. Is to be drawn in and sucked in by the drama. Yeah. It's actually kind of what you're saying is like this yeah. special ability to recognize, diffuse, move on. Yes. And it's like, that's the main point of this is that like, yeah. don't fall into the default. Don't yeah. fall in. Like just the same as our default is laziness. Yeah. Like. No, be better. It, when you said that about drinking, that's mm. it's like a nut. There's one thing sober eliminating it. Yeah. While drinking eliminating drama yeah. is just another level. Yeah, it's another level. Very difficult. Yeah. But wow, you got to do it. We're talking about going out and having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have we turned this into? <laughs> and just very quickly, like. Demons come out in so many different ways, right? Like, some guys will get really aggressive. And yeah. I reckon it's got yeah. something to do with, like, like it's an ego thing. And it's, like, probably related to girls or not being tough enough or, like, some masculinity complex that they want to fight people. Like, mm. oh, it's just so stupid. Yeah. Or even we have one mate that, like, just becomes a fuckwit. <laughs> Like he just ca- he's not aggressive. He he doesn't he doesn't like he's not a bad bloke. He's actually a really good bloke, but he just creates so much drama yeah. on a night out by yeah. just being a fuckwit. Yes. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, it. It's actually, I don't have any yeah. other way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to give examples. Um, but yeah, you, that yeah, no drama. It's so, but it's, that's really worth differentiating because drama. It's not just gossip. I think, but often. Yeah, with guys, the drama isn't necessarily talking shit about people. It's yes. often that aggressive element. Yep. That is drama. Fighting yes. is yes. drama. Yes. Don't need it. Yeah. You don't want it. Yeah. Absolutely. Number six. Oh, this is exciting. No small talk. No little talks. No small talks. <laughs> Get rid of it. But, yeah, this is back to, yeah, when you rock up on the pub on the Friday. Yeah. You're just starting again. Yeah. And... That's with your best mate. Also with people you just meet. Mm-hmm. Really good rule of life. The best people are the things you only find out little details about them the fourth or fifth time <laughs> meeting them. I want to be able to hang out with you two, three, four times and not know where you went to school, not know what you do for your job, not know what you do for yeah. uni. Yeah. I want to find out by sitting next to someone else who asks you. <laughs> because you I'm sitting next to someone who's actually boring, can't have fun. So it goes back to small talk to keep the conversation rolling. <laughs> Did you do um, uh, economics? Well, that's kind of interesting. I didn't know that about you. <laughs> but it's, it's gotten to the point where we despise small talk so much, we lie. But it's not malicious lying. Yeah, no, we, we have fun with it. Yeah. We immediately turn it into fun. Oh, so what do you guys do for work? Oh, yeah. I'm um, a zookeeper. I'm a zookeeper. <laughs> oh, no. My, my favorite one is um, marine biology because <laughs> it just makes you sound like a, such a good person. Oh, you no. care about the animals? Like- no, no, no. Marine biology 
is the 14-year-old fireman. (laughs) When you're six, everyone wants to be a fireman. 14, everyone wants to be a marine biologist. Yeah, I want to be. They're the equivalent. Yeah. Isn't it ridiculous? And then people progress from being a fireman to marine biologist, and then half of them will end up being a fucking lawyer, doctor in finance. (laughs) You're delusional. (laughs) You thought you were delusional at six. No, no, no. You were more delusional at 14. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's actually the problem, though, is because so many people want to be a marine biologist at 14, Mm. People don't think you're joking. They think you're being super <laughs> sincere. It's like, oh, yeah, my friend wanted... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the piss. Yeah. <laughs> biology also actually sucks. Like, it's not... Marine biology is not what you think it is. It's not like scuba diving off the, like, Antarctica. Like, no, yeah. you're in a lab looking at, like, <laughs> yeah. fucking seaweed. Like, a, yeah, anyway... I um, literally don't even know. And that that was the most rattling thing for me <laughs> when I'm 14, 15. And when you, when I first heard marine biologist, I was like, oh, jeez, this is... Never heard of that. <laughs> you heard a second time. Hmm, that's a massive coincidence. Third, fourth, fifth time, things are not adding, adding up, up here. here. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what marine biology is and I've got five or six people wanting to be a marine biologist. What is going on? I was mind blown. <laughs> That is so funny. Yeah. So, yeah, you're telling me what they do. Yeah. The, that's the first time anyone's ever given me a well, description. I actually don't know. I just made it up because <laughs> I've put myself in the shoes of a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> Because I've prepared for the questions. Because I want to have a legitimate conversation about uh, marine biology. Uh, I'd never ask a follow-up question. Never. And you haven't either. You're just hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically, yeah. You're never having that conversation. To be fair, that goes back to no small talk. Because I'm not asking the follow-up question. No, No way. Yeah. Unless someone says something interesting. Like, sometimes people have an interesting profession and you're like... Yeah. But you want it to come up in conversation, not be the... Like, you want to find out about someone's occupation if it's worthwhile knowing, if it comes up in conversation. Not because you've asked, what do you do for work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If someone says like, oh, yeah, I spent a bit of time in um, Japan, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? What were you doing? Well, actually, I was a princess in Japan. And (laughs) like, that is fucking hilarious. Please tell me more, Tiffany (laughs) Dell. She lived in the castle. She lived in a castle. Like, that is fucking interesting. That's not small talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're you're getting into some work because <laughs> that's the key determinant. It's if you if you're being asked the question and the honest answer means there's no follow up question, you may as well not answer. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't believe those the princesses actually live in the castle. I just assume they'd have accommodation off. Mm. By the water or wherever it is. They'd be in a hostel or something. Yeah, they're literally in the castle. Someone lives on the top balcony. Yeah, they're in Disney. They're Disney princesses. (laughs) (laughs) They're in Disneyland. They're in a fantasy They don't have a job. (laughs) They're in a dream. (laughs) (laughs) 
See, that, that, yeah. Yeah, that answer is not even what you do for work. Yeah. That is that, a fantasy land. That's, a, <laughs> that's <laughs> imagination <laughs> land at this point. <laughs> that's, that's definitely not small talk. I'm, I think I'm going to subvert this now. I think when we go out next, I'm going to start asking, talking to people like they're my colleagues at work. Oh, how's yeah. the family going? Um, yeah. You know, what'd oh. you get up to on the weekend? Oh, no. <laughs> But no one gets you being ironic. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh. yeah. And I'm just going to keep asking, like, you know, keep turning it back to the small talk questions. Isn't it? That's the easiest way to run a train wreck conversation. Oh, absolutely. Only small talk. Mm. Niceties. Ugh. Yeah. Stop being so polite. Like, people think it's polite. I don't know. Or, do you know what I think it is? I think people either don't know what to say, they either don't know how to have fun, or they're trying to pigeonhole you into what type of person you are. Oh, oh you're a finance person. <laughs> oh, you're this type of person. Who cares? We're yeah. out here to have fun. Get to know who I am. I'm not defined by my occupation. That is Jesus. such a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, that is... Jeez. That's so accurate. It's yeah. leading questions. Mm. Yep. So <laughs> accurate. Holy shit. Yeah, small talk with strangers. Jeez, it's so important, isn't it? Well, that's seven. You have that's to speak seven. to strangers. Now, this is almost... Like, why is this here? Because I'm thinking speaking to strangers is almost one and the same mm. with going out. Yes. Yeah. You go out because you're surrounded by a bunch of new people. Mm. You're almost certainly going to meet... Well, you're definitely going to at least interact with strangers. That is well, part and parcel of going You out. should. If you're not, you should be really concerned. This is the... <laughs> but I think this is the only reason it's actually made it as a rule because there are, yeah. it's, back, it's kind of similar to that idea of people pre because they're in their comfort zone. Yeah. But it... If going out to skill, speaking to strangers is part and parcel of the skill that comes with it. Mm. Like, it has to be there. Yeah. Definitely. But part of the the process of speaking to strangers is that you have to be prepared for rejection. Yeah. That you're going to go up to people and they're just not going to be into it. For example, the catch-up girls <laughs> that yeah. we spoke about last week. Yeah. You're going to be... All good intentions, really confident, or maybe not even that confident, and mm. try and strike a conversation, and they're going to be bitches. Yeah. And you have to cop it, and you're yeah. like, fine. Not everyone has to like you. Yeah. You go speak to the next person. But if you yeah. walk away from that being like, again, it affects your ego, it affects all of this, Yeah. Nah, you're ruining your night. You've yeah. got to drop the ego, sweet, that's their problem, not mine. They don't want to have fun, that's on them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and similar vein, not just be rejected in that sense. It's That's part and parcel with mm. wanting to get with someone. They don't want to get with you. Yep. You can't have it phase you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And what are you talking... Like, f- ha- being flirty all night mm. is quite a good general rule. It doesn't have to Definitely. lead to sex. Yeah. But if your energy is a flirty energy... Yeah. You're fun. Good you, energy. Yeah, it's good energy. <laughs> it's good energy. Yeah. Yeah. To be a bit more meditative, it's like the vibrations are good. Yeah, and it's 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 also like the right amount of level. It's like, is he being flirty? Yeah, he. Yeah. I, I can recognise that there is there could be something here, but it's not overt. Yeah. It's not like in your face, like flirty. The su- I reckon the subtlety in flirting is really important. Isn't it? Because there's tears, right? You're, yeah. 
there's hitting on and then there's flirty. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's definitely a point where it's like both of you are really into it and you can like yeah. be overtly flirty. But, but it I- takes a point to get there. Oh, yeah. Or you can hit it off straight away. I think though, but hitting on each other is that very flirty. Yes. There's flirty and then there's hitting on each other. Yep. They're fundamentally different. Yes. Flirty's the energy you want though. It's flirty's fun, the energy. Relaxed. Yeah. And as you said, you're uncertain. Like, is, is, is he <laughs> wanting to get with me? Because <laughs> I think I want to get with him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so you have to ask your friend, is, yeah. does he want to get with me? <laughs> if you're being asked that question, you've struck the balance. <laughs> <laughs> Where you have to sincerely ask your friend yeah. for a third party opinion. Yeah. And the friend goes, I thought he was flirting with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you're juggling and then oh. you're in a lot of trouble. And then you end up going home with no one. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you flirted to 15 girls throughout the whole night. But I would almost argue that's better. I reckon flirting with 15 girls on a night, going home by yourself is better than wasting your whole night speaking to one girl and not speaking to the rest of your mates. Yeah. Going off into a corner. You know what I mean? And also, we're talking first person as guys. This holds identically in the other way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Oh, God. So much fun. Yeah. the, The other thing with flirting is, and talking to strangers, is being able to read a room. Like, I know for some people it's really hard, but it is a skill. You can get better at it. And one of the things with reading a room is knowing when you're no longer welcome. Yeah. So, you preemptively leave. Yeah. You preemptively leave so that you can come back. You don't want to go around to all the different tables in a venue and not be able to return back to any of them because you've just ruined it. Yeah. So, you make a good impression, have a bit of a chat, get out of there. You leave. You do a Seinfeld and you finish while you're on top. Yeah. And it's even if you're going to stay, you'd want, not every time, but you'd want most of those times when you end up sitting at said table, most of the times they've said, you should sit down. Yeah. Not every time. Sometimes, like I'm thinking off the top of my head, like sometimes it's like a drink gets planted in front of you by a friend. They come over, put it over your shoulder. Here you go, mate. And it's yep. like... I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> whoops. It's but you it's almost like a whoops I'm sitting down yeah. if you stay. Yeah. That's but that's the off. Most of the time you want to be said yeah. sit down. Or the other thing is you find someone good at another table and s- the rest of the people on the table suck so you steal them and bring them back to yeah. your table. <laughs> is it it's all that's why speaking to strangers is fun. You're just like yeah. recruiting all night. You just <laughs> Like there's yeah there's yeah. points where yeah you you've know you've had an excellent night yeah. you've been in a pub for four hours and you're sitting at a table and you're looking they don't know each other they're interacting they don't know each other yeah wait I don't know anyone <laughs> here. I'm on a table with six seven people what is going on I don't know I didn't and, come with any of these people yeah, I don't know where any of them work <laughs> I don't know any of their names one of them shirtless <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> No one knows how anyone's day's been either. Because um, this is a, that's a thing though. Because most people assume, what it, instinctively I think people would would hear us say, speak to strangers yeah. of how to have fun. Most people that's synonymous with you meet someone to go home and have sex with. Yeah, it's not. No, it's definitely part of it. Yeah, but as you said, fifteen people flirted with all of them. Verse spoke to one. 
go imagine speak to one go home yeah it's not as fun as 15 because it's novel you meet more people you've had more experiences yeah and also this is it also holds for if you've got a boyfriend girlfriend we talked about it last week having a boyfriend or girlfriend is associated with having less fun because you have more nights in spend more alone time but you can definitely have a boyfriend girlfriend and still be just a riot but they they should be yeah but it's harder Mm. because again meeting new people even though it isn't all the time is often associated with with you want to get with them yeah and if you do have that flirty energy and you need to that's the best it's the the best level yeah (laughs) i think you just have to be out comfortable enough with your partner that if they're being flirty you're being flirty within reason it's fine this go the point we make number 10 drop the ego is so so on yeah Yeah. we're not jumping we'll get to that um let's let's talk about number eight learn how to drink and i I think Stu, you just sum this up so well yeah well fundamentally drinking is a punishment right (laughs) you're putting toxins into your body so if you're if you're drinking something like a vodka red lemonade or a fella or a seltzer and you say first drink oh my god this is delicious yeah you should be so suspicious. <laughs> Not only that, yeah. it's the wrong way to drink. Mm. Like drinking is meant to be a chore, a punishment. You're putting toxins into you yeah. and you earn the right to have fun later from <laughs> said drinking. Drinking is not easy and it shouldn't be easy. And I'm still just, yeah, I'm still in a state of shock that I blame Canadian club. They yeah. make it some, some ad. Yeah. I don't like beer anymore. Oh, 30% it's, extra summer or whatever. Uh, yeah. It's now socially acceptable to not drink beer. No. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no Drinking no. beer is crucial. <laughs> it slows you the fuck down, which goes to our point. Yeah. Drinking slowly and not yes. getting blackout is critical. It's so important. Like, being drunk is not the goal. No. To go out and have fun. If you're drinking a buddy seltzer, fellow those they're like soft drinks but they're light yeah. so you can drink yeah. them all the time yeah. like it used to be ciders right yeah ciders used to be oh my god they're delicious but you'd always have that caveat oh but they bloat me they bloat <laughs> so you can't <laughs> drink them all <laughs> fellas nope no it's, it's ru- like a vodka cruiser it's less ru- sugary it's ruined australian culture it's ruined it <laughs> How, you, how can one Canadian club ad yeah. throw out 150 years <laughs> of Australian culture? Of hard work. Genuinely, it's just down the drain. It's now completely socially acceptable to have fellas as yeah. your first drink. Yeah. And it, I, not that it is a gender thing, but it is more of a guy thing to drink beers as well. Yeah. So how it is acceptable for a guy to just rock up first drink, have a fella. Like, I'm sorry, AP is getting so pissed recently. Yeah. So pissed. And I think yeah. it's it's since he started drinking fellas from ball one. Wow. Jesus. That is so <laughs> funny. Um, I wouldn't... that Like, that whole spiel to me is hilarious. <laughs> um, but I think the sentiment to take away from it, absolutely, is to drink slowly. And you're, yeah. drinking, you're drinking slowly... And then you earn the right. I think that's the fucking earn the, right. the main point. And then it's like, <laughs> then you can have your fire engines. Yeah. Then you can have your yeah. nice tasting drinks because yeah. you can. Then you can send it. Yeah. And, and is it, if yeah. you go fast, you go too hard too early. You're an idiot. Yeah. But blacking out. That's something you go through when you're 16 to 18, first drinking. You get, yeah. To be fair, ideally you just avoid it. Ideally, you, yeah. you skip the blackout phase. Yeah. 
Um, but it's hard to skip it. Yeah. You get through being blackout drunk. Oh my God, loose night. Yeah. Get the fuck over it. Your yep. aim to be on a night out is you want to remember everything. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fun. But forgetting stuff isn't fun. Also, like, when people are too pissed, they're annoying. Yeah. Like, there comes a point where, like, yeah. people d- don't know what the fuck they're saying and they're just annoying. They don't, they lose sense of, like, where, like, where they are in time and space. Yeah. Social etiquettes, which are there for a reason. <laughs> like, personal space. Mm. Also, like, yeah, just volume. Like, just things that, yeah, can, yeah. are just fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, a couple of caveats as well, though, because... The other reason you drink slow, not just to not black out, but you do want to have the ability mm. to, on your eight to 10 drink, knock a few back and not tip you. Yes. Because that's the mistake people yes. always make. Yes. If you get seven or eight in, you knock one back, tips you, you black out, you've, you've just lost the race. Yes. And you have to be able to scale. Have to be able to scale. Someone, yeah. If someone buys a round of shots, you have to be able to do it and it not be able to cook you. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can just polish it. But you almost... Yeah, you, you need to be able to... The shot and then skull a beer. Yes. As like... Doing... You don't have to do like... You don't have to drink so slowly that you have to knock back three in a row. That's unreasonable. Yes. But it is perfectly reasonable that at 10 p.m. you mm. will get a shot thrown in your face, a beer thrown in your face, and you're told to skull both and you have to say yes. And you do it. And you do yeah. it comfortably. And yes. You, yes, you get pissed, but you're yeah. you're not blackout and you're not going to be annoying afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Fine balance. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm almost going to go the reverse on this, Stu, and say, you yes, you have to be able to skull beers, take shots, yeah. do some ridiculousness. You have to have that capacity. You also have to have the capacity to be completely sober. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Isn't this like, fucked? It, does, like, it doesn't make sense it doesn't on make the sense. surface. Yeah, because the the whole rule: learn how to drink, and we're explaining drinking. But in the same rule, <laughs> the point is that you have to be able to do a sober night. Well, learning how to drink is knowing that you don't need the drink to have fun. Yeah. That's the lesson, right? Yeah. So, in yeah. order to be able to do that, you need to have a sober night out yeah. and still be fun and yeah. still be charismatic. Yeah. So, that the drink is just a, in like just a side, like a yeah. side thing. Yes. Um, yeah, because isn't that a nuance though? Again, yep. like going out is synonymous with you drink. Mm-hmm. But if you really get going out, it's you don't not have the to drinking. drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you also put it very perfectly. But yeah. the, the other key with being able to go sober is if you rock up at 8, 9 p.m., your yeah. friends have been drinking from 12. Yeah. You don't want to be a stunned mullet. Yeah. You want to be able to just jump on in. Yeah. Go with the bandwagon. Yeah. Seamlessly. Yeah. Which a lot of people can't do. Oh, it's hard to do. Yeah. Because people are on different levels. Yeah. And yeah, it's... Alcohol does something to you. It lowers mm. the anxi- social anxiety. There's a yeah. reason why people do it. And yeah. the reason why it feels good. But to be able to do it without it, wow, you are unstoppable. Yeah. Yep. It's fucking impressive as well. It's like a superhuman power. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're so- we're, that's a reason why we're doing this <laughs> extended uh, voice messi- ve- uh, memo. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The yeah. the other thing that speaking about enhancers, speaking about 
what chemicals do to your body. One thing that fucking pisses me off so much with some of our mates, or just people in general, mm. is like Coke. <laughs> <laughs> it just like as soon as like don't get me wrong, it's funny. Like, oh, should we get a bag? Blah blah blah. Should we get a bag? funny chat? Like, is I, it? I no, follow twenty-eight-year-old male. It's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the the reality of getting getting doing coke at a pub is you spend all your time trying to organise it, get the money together, and then you have to keep doing trips to the bathroom, and then it's this fleeting high. And then when they come back, they just fucking bite your ear off. They mm. just just don't stop talking and don't listen to anything that you say. Um, and it's like, it just dominates the night and kind of, it becomes yeah. about the drug. And I guess yeah. the key point, takeaway of this point is don't let the substances be the fun because they're not the fun thing. Yeah. They can be fun, but they're not the only mechanism of which to have fun. Would you say though... If it relates to drinking, yeah. In my opinion, because you've just described it, when it's taking up two to three hours of a night and yeah. of eight hours, that's the equivalent of manufactured fun. It's like playing yeah. fucking beer pong for three hours of eight hours. Yeah. You haven't had fun. You've just yeah. done some external thing. Yeah. Um, but would you say the art there of the drugs is you? need to be able to not drink or you're saying you need to be able to just have the alcohol like what's your what's your end point do you think with drugs are you saying ban drugs or don't have drugs or are you saying is there a place for drugs there's a place for drugs i think time and place for drugs is actually really important um like let's say on the off chance you're at a venue, you have a little bump or something somewhere. I think that's fine. But mm. if people are getting bags every weekend and it's dominating mm. every night and it's like that's what everyone expects when they're going out, mm. I'd, I'd, you're going down a slippery slope yeah. where you can't have fun without it. Yeah, and you're done. Yeah, even if, when yeah. you even when you are on it, you're not really having fun. You're just getting cooked. Yeah. Uh, is there a place for drugs? Yes. Um, venues, I don't. I don't nah. think venues are the best places to do drugs. I reckon it's actually benders are the best place to do drugs. Yeah, you, and you only need to drink when you're out. You don't need. Yeah, events different. Events are different. 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 When you're on a bender or a house party, potentially different. But if yeah. you're just out, you, yeah, you shouldn't need drugs in my opinion. I I think you're better off just getting it out of your arsenal. I, yeah, I would say as a as a rule of thumb, yeah, you don't do drugs when you go out. Yeah, which, which is which is contra. I reckon con- some yeah. people would walk away from this being like, really? It's like, yeah, the going out that we're talking about, you don't need drugs. It's actually like a detriment. Yeah, mainly because that time it takes up. Yeah, slippery slope, obviously as well. Yeah. But the time's critical. So yeah. much organisation. Yeah. For what gain? Yeah. You get caught, you get kicked out. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's no. almost... It can be drama, drugs. Exactly. It no, and it's, and it's like manufactured fun. Yeah. Like it's... Yeah. There's correlation with earlier points we've made. Mm. That's not to say that people haven't had fun 
going out with drugs. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but we're, we're not making it a rule. No, we're saying rule of thumb: don't plan on it. We'll just learn how to drink. Drinking's enough. Yeah. Or being sober is enough. <laughs> yeah. Drugs don't have to factor in. Yeah. Um, and speaking of other substances, <laughs> this is my this is my favorite can rule. You, can or you do is this? it? Nah. Can do, you do this? Yeah. I think so, it's hilarious. Well, my two favorite rules is eleven, which we haven't talked about, and this one. But rule nine: think like a smoker. Oh, this is so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> the four key points to this: we we've really thought about this one because I said it out loud and was like. I think that's funny, but I can't explain why. We've actually (laughs) articulated why this is funny. One. Yeah. On this point. Yeah. You know the venue better than anyone. In pursuit (laughs) of finding the smoker's area, you inadvertently end up walking to every pocket of the venue, every door, every area until you find it. So you just know the venue back to front, which highly correlates because you also... This isn't a point as well. This is more a side note. You also, when going out, want the best seat in the house. Like, yes. you, you want to be considerate and thoughtful. Where am I sitting tonight? Like, mm. that that question matters a lot. People <laughs> people don't realize. If you get yeah. stuck in a corner, you're going to have a bad night. Versus yeah. if you say, like I was talking about at the Royal, yeah, the where you've got table, the, yeah. the 90 degree view, oh. best seat in the house. You, yeah. You're right in the traffic where everyone walks up so you can meet heads of people. Yeah. The seat matters. Yeah. Again, that's a rabbit hole. But if you're a smoker and you've walked around the whole venue in pursuit of said smoker's area, mm-hmm. you're going to find the best seat in the house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Knowing the venue. Think like a smoker. Where are my exits? Yeah. Where are my entries? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Looking at signage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want to know the venue. Yeah. Also, you end up in the beer gardens. Yeah. Which is the best part of venues. Smokers so you, areas. Yes. Beer gardens specifically. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Best part of a venue. Yeah. We're in Australia. Wouldn't say the same if I was overseas in mm. a winter area. Yeah. In Australia, the smokers area, beer slash beer garden, always best part of a venue, even yeah. doubt. Yeah. Um, and I feel like there's a cultural thing with, we know a few smokers and we've hung out in like because we think like smokers and we go, we know to go out into <laughs> the smoking area but yeah. we're not smoking yes. cigarettes <laughs> but we know to think like them yes because culturally among smokers you talk to other smokers mm. so we'll be standing outside everyone's you know chuffing on some darts someone come up oh mate do you want to smoke oh no sorry i don't smoke yeah but you're out there but you're out what there. are you out there <laughs> for you have to do it yeah it seems ridiculous to be saying that yeah you don't smoke, but just get yourself in that yeah. smoker's area. Because you're speaking to strangers. That's Yeah, and they, that's such a key point. Yeah. And the best part is, because it's kind of weird, right? Because smoking is... The objective is to smoke the cigarette. But... So, it means that you don't... You, don't always get caught in a conversation with people. You can enter and exit a conversation very easily yes. because you're both there for a common goal. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's like to complete a, the cigarette. Yeah, to complete the cigarette. So there's like a real... It takes all the pressure away from the conversation yes. that makes it really liberating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so fucking true. It is. And it's a no. It's the only no pressure conversation you get <laughs> yeah. at the pub. If there's an awkward silence in the smokers area, it's the only it's, place that's acceptable. Fine. It's, it's fine. not frowned upon. It's actually encouraged. Yeah, but it isn't that's 
a fucking thing as well. Yeah. Smokers, the only small talk they have is about smoking. Smoking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about rollies, the amount of times they've talked about price of cigarettes, yeah. type of cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a whole other conversation as well. Like, I, as a non-smoker, it's not in my vocabulary, but mm. I, having spent enough time in the smokers area, I could talk for 15 to 20 minutes <laughs> just on cigarettes. I can fucking roll cigarettes and I don't smoke cigarettes. No, you can't. Not well. <laughs> no, you can't. You've never smoked them, so you don't know how bad they are. <laughs> uh, that's funny. But yeah, the, the other thing too, like, so you know the venue, you're going out, you're going to a different place. And it, the thing about going to a different place is like... There's a different energy. There's a different vibe. You're taking deep breaths. It's almost meditative. <laughs> so, you're like, you know, there's all the, the pressures taken away, like the ego drops. Like, you you come back feeling really refreshed yeah. and really reset yeah. with or without the cigarette. Yes. It's more the process of thinking yeah. like a, a smoker. Um, yeah, the reset. And then you come back yeah. into that original energy. And you've got fresh eyes. You, you, you're it, ready to go again. It's almost... It's the closest thing we have to manufactured fun and small talk. Yes. Is rather than reverting to small talk mm. or reverting to, oh, let's play a drinking game. No, no. Walk outside. Yeah. Mix it up. Mix it up. And the physical location... Is important. Is your mm. reset. Wow. But I would also make the point in the similar vein that fellas has ruined drinking culture. Vapes has ruined that whole thing we just talked about. Absolutely. It's taken a whole generation of would-be smokers into blowing in, un, into their shirt. Mm. And it's ruined the concept of yeah. thinking like a smoker. Yeah, 100%. It, I think, yeah, maybe five... In the past five, ten years... Because there was a time where smoking indoors, this isn't a, this this rule would not have been a thing. We're talking yeah. about a specific period in time where you're mm. not allowed to smoke inside. You have to go outside. No vapes. That, yes. That's the golden age of the smoker. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we're not encouraging smoking. Yeah, Smoking's that's the key. really bad. That's the key. Actually, don't smoke. Yeah. But just think and like we one. Don't smoke. Yeah, we just don't think smoke. Like one. <laughs> they they're the best at going out. Yeah. Smokers. They're so good at it. But it all, and it also comes with shit. Like that actually flows so good to number 10. Yeah. But often smokers just don't give a fuck what people yeah. think about them. Yes. To be part of that 10, 15% of people who smoke when it's socially just reprehensible. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't, you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. Where it's no longer cool to do to smoke. No. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. still smoking. It's like... Yeah. yeah. You don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's number 10 is drop the ego. Yeah. We had this in the like one context or one main concept context, sorry, which was dancing and yeah. dropping the ego. But yeah. as we've talked, it's this come point, up a lot. Yeah, it yeah. rings true. Yeah, but I think drop the ego is most easily implemented in dancing and singing. Yeah, because no one like okay, some girls and some guys growing up went to dance but they did yeah. like jazz or tap or contemporary or something <laughs> yes i know dance types uh, <laughs> like you know marine biology yeah. like all bullshit yes yeah, I, I listen um <laughs> so some people have been taught how to dance but that's not the type of dancing that you do when you go out so it's like when you're 
on a dance floor and you have no idea how to dance, how do you dance? And I think the rule, the the key here is to just not care. Yeah. Yeah. It's to just kind of like, and I know this sounds like a hippie, like meditation retreat, but just feel it. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what anyone else is thinking? Don't think about what anyone else is thinking about you. Within reason, right? You can't yeah. be Elaine. Yeah. Although even if you are Elaine, What's a, what Elaine? Yeah, from Seinfeld. You know how she's oh, really bad at dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I would almost say the easiest way to do it you just get in a zone. Yeah. Like I, like that's yeah. why if I go to a music event, I'll bring a bucket hat and yeah. sunnies just to block out the world, get into a zone. Yeah, yeah. You can't afford to be looking around thinking what, worrying what other people are thinking about you. Absolutely. When you and when you first go out, eighteen, I actually remember now. I'm thinking about it. It is an awkward experience. Your first dance floor, you it have is. no idea what to do. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, even like when you, I don't know if you had school dances. Like we had school <laughs> yeah. dances, but like even in year six or something, the dances are prepared for you. Like the YMCA yeah. and like all that kind of Manufactured. stuff. Manufactured. Manufactured. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. Like actually dancing by yourself when you're also trying to impress people as well there's an Mm. element of like i want to dance with this girl or get them to like notice me or something like this Mm. i think you gotta put it away i think you gotta put that away you've got to pretend no one's watching you yes is the optimal because also you think everyone's watching you no one's fucking watching you no because they're thinking the exact same thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) Probably a um, rule though with dancing, you want to be elevated as well. That's yeah. part and parcel of the ego. Like yeah. the higher you get, the better yeah. you get. Yes. There's something about yes. being elevated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've too, we've actually talked about this. Yeah. And you can build rapport with people yes. also on the same, same level. level. Like yes. <laughs> Metaphorically and literally, yeah. yeah, on the same level. Um, there's something too as well, like not just shuffling your feet. There's something to the exploratory dance. <laughs> exploratory yeah what i'm talking about like using different limbs like i'm saying like using your hands just you Mate, know, we're not doing a dance fucking podcast. yeah i'll show you watch watch this is what i'm talking about <laughs> i'm joking yeah ridiculous uh, no but just yeah drop there you go yeah have some fun yeah. even with singing <laughs> yeah yeah it's a broader point but i'm just surprised how it accidentally tied back with pretty much everything like think like with small talk and no drama like i would say close with that is like almost don't be offendable which you could i would put that as no drama because if you're never offended there's never drama yeah but also if you get rid of your ego that is part and parcel with never getting offended yeah and also it means you don't have to go to small talk you can just say what yeah harsh things Anything and well, knowing someone's not going to be offended, huge. It's genuine, right? Yeah. But we've, to be fair, it's not because we've dabbled in. <laughs> it's like a continuum, right? There's one just being abusive for abusive sake, mm. which we have dabbled in. <laughs> yeah, in and amongst our mates. Yes, not yeah, to strangers. Yes, of course. Um, that's one end of the spectrum. You don't. But that's not a rule because that is yeah. that is okay. not for everyone. Because no. you actually, it's all well and good to say, well and good to say, oh, I don't have an ego. But once you get properly abusive, like 
Jesus Christ, some of the conversations David and I have had. Yeah. Uh, to the point where we're fine with it, what we're saying to but each other, but other, other people, people are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> asking you to stop. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I get it. I actually remember explicitly the some times that you were talking about. Yeah. Because I think he was giving it to me. And this was the night of Australia Day. <laughs> yeah. And I think people, like, you were just like, oh, Jesse might actually get offended. Yes. Let's bring it back to this. Yes. It, it was getting out of control. But yeah. more the fact that that's what we did on a bender mm. on this particular night. Yeah. Um, and I think I was trying to segue into it. So <laughs> 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 but yeah, having a bender in you. Very oh, important. this is, oh. yeah. I don't know what I like better. Think like a smoker or have a bender in you. <laughs> but they're, they've they got to be the best two. I'm, I'm looking back at the others. Yeah. No, they're the best two. Yeah. Unbelievable rule. Because, and again, this goes to a, just a continuum. If you always, I'm not, we're not saying always bender. No. And to be clear, bendering is not. Oh, I went out two nights in a row. No, 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 no. Definitely not that. Bendering very specifically is you haven't slept. Yeah. Very specifically. We're not saying you should always bender and never sleep. That gets seriously unsustainable. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> if you know you have a bender in you and it's a possibility, woo, if you know it's a possibility, any night yeah. could be a zero or a hundred. It could yeah. Any night can be your best night ever. Yeah. If you don't have a bender in you, there's always an upper limit limit to how fun your prospective night can be. Yes. If you're in the back of your mind, if you've got an escape route of, you yeah, know, I might go to bed at like two, yeah. you're never going to have a good night. No. Because you've already got the, the exit plan. Yeah. But if you're in the back of your mind, if I had to, I could <laughs> have a bender. Even if you don't, like you're not having a bender every night, but- just the ability or the mindset that you yes. could, huge. Yeah. Game changer. Even, like, we could have said, think like you're having a bender. Yes. But that that's it's too not, much like... No, because a bender... Because also, we'll, we'll get into it, but bender's too... It's too fundamentally different Yes, if you're actually thinking about it. Because yes. the planned yeah. bender yeah. is the point. You're, you're no longer present... If you're thinking about benders. Yes. But you have to just have the capacity to do it. Yes. That's what so I it's think not that's thinking m- like a no, bender is that's wrong. That's wrong. It's more like you could do it. You're not you're not saying no to the possibility of it. But you have to at least you need to plan a bender as well, at least probably once a year. And properly plan it. Yeah. You're subverting the unplanned. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. We should make the only time you can go against no planning rule one is is rule eleven. Bender. Because again, no one plans benders. So to plan one is just like how dumb do you have to be to plan a bender? And also, it's like oh, how much goes into planning a bender? Oh, there's a lot. Yes. <laughs> if if you really want to go into it, you fucking can. Yeah. I would say you plan the bender aspect, not the going out aspect. Yeah. 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 Like, you, you need several days of good night's sleep leading oh, into a bender cool, for yeah. you to properly be able to do it and put in a good one. Because what it, the sleep's going to get you, not yep. the drinking. Yes. And, and on the drinking, like, once you hit, you know, hour 20, like you're yeah. not drunk. No. 
<laughs> you're drinking to stop the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. De- you, the, the delirium. Yeah, the delirium is what's intoxicating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the, yeah, it's always the sleep that gets you. So, yeah. like, if you're planning to do one, mm-hmm. like, your Monday to Thursday sleep routine, critical. And yeah. if in doubt, if you think... Because there's a trade-off as well. You do want to have runs on the board in terms of your drinking tolerance. Yes. I prefer the Friday to Sunday option. So you've built up three days. You get plenty of sleep. You, you've got the balance there of I'm well-rested. Yep. Um, and I've got the alcohol to- tolerance. Probably the other optimal is Wednesday you have a few. Yeah. The only reason I don't like that, fucking with your sleep two days out, oh, so dangerous. Yeah. So like... I, I'm not willing to take that risk. I would prefer to build up the Ks in uh, my sleep. Mm. One one of the things that I think is so funny about having a bender is when you engage with the real world on day two. <laughs> so let's say, for example, yeah, you've been drinking all night, whatever. Don't watch this. I think watching the sunrise in a nice place is a, is a good thing. Because the sun legitimately wakes you up. Wakes you up. When are your danger hours on a bender? It's always like 3 to 6 a.m. Yes. Big danger hours. Yes. And then once you, yeah, your body clock kicks in and it's like, yeah, the sun hits your eyes. You're ready to go. But the funniest Mm. part is, is you see people walking their dogs. (laughs) You see people like going for a run, like owning the Sunday. (laughs) And one of my mates said this. One of our mates said this perfectly, Grog G Guts. (laughs) He said, you'd think about these people as if they're actually on a bender. Like, how the hell are they doing that? (laughs) 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 This person hasn't slept all night and they are charging. (laughs) They're running like their life depends on it. And because, like... Obviously, you don't tell people when you're on a bender. When you're on day two, day three, you don't tell Never. people, like, oh, I haven't slept since... No, you don't do that. Yeah. So, you can engage with normal people. Yeah. And it's not people's first instinct to think this person hasn't slept. They're yeah. delirious. Yeah. So, it's funny to be on the other side of that and think everyone's on a bender <laughs> because you don't know. They could yeah. be. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, okay. It, we could have made the rule think like everyone is on a bender. Yeah. Um, yeah, geez. Benders are so much fun. Oh, it's, it's, part so- of, it's, it's not... Yeah, to reiterate the point, it's not the most important part of going out, but it's no. the ability to be able to do it on any real night. Yeah. And, and one of the funniest things about... We know people <laughs> that have this ability and they're having so much fun. They're so present gets to a certain point of the night where they're like, fuck, I've got family lunch at this yeah. point. But they're having so much fun that it's like they keep delaying going to bed. They keep delaying it that they just either they go to the lunch having yeah. not slept yeah, or they, sorry, I'm not feeling that yeah. well and just keep pushing on. Yeah, And it's so funny when someone has left to go on to go to something and that's where you you can't tell anyone that you're on a bender, which is nah. perfect. Yeah. So you've come, they go to the family lunch or whatever, they come back, and when they reintroduce, bring that new energy. Wow. Well, but isn't we could have made that a rule actually? It, it relates, I guess, to meeting people, but it's it's in and of itself a, a good point. Flow. 
flow. And if probably when you go out, flow isn't that important. On a bender, holy oh. shit. Like, if we, we could, honestly, we could do a fucking rule 12 rule for bendering, really. We've already talked about a couple. Flow mm. would be on that list. Flow's big. Again, because someone rocking up and injecting themselves, oh, that's it's big. That's not manufactured fun. Again, no. that is yeah. a real... The lift. Yeah. yeah. It's oh. momentum. momentum. Momentum and flow. Oh, yeah. Oh. And again, Jeez. that's... Again, with a bender, that's the biggest danger area. Losing. 3 to 6 a.m., you lose you numbers. Momentum. All of a sudden, you're down to 2, 3. Momentum yep. goes, no flow. Whereas yeah. if you've got constantly people streaming in, yeah. you never have a reason to go. No. And there's some of the... Yeah. I think we're going to have to do a whole thing on bender. <laughs> Even though we talked shit about Bender and guys last week. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have one in you. Yeah, yeah. You just got to be able to do it. To, yeah. Yes. It's not It's not a personality trait. You don't do it all the time. No. You're a loser. But... Yes. Yeah. You got you to be able to do it. But isn't it funny? It's worth noting here. We're saying you have to be able to Bender and we're also saying you have to be able to do a sober night. Yes. In the same set of rules. Yes. We're saying both yes. are essential. Yeah. yeah. Which is, again, if you cut to what we're then really saying, it's not about the drinking or it's the substances. Yes. There's more to going out. Yes. And it's not about going home with someone and necessarily having sex either. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> is, this, is this deep? Have we... Have we... <laughs> I think this brings us into our last, last point. Yeah. Yep. I think you should ram this one home, Stu. Yeah. Going out. Not only is it a skill, but Rule 12, form matters. Absolutely. Um, And the way I put this to you was, let's say you've gone out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday you're uncertain, should I go out? Verse, I've had Thursday to Saturday in, Sunday, should I go out? A lot of people's answer would be B. You say, oh, you've had three nights off? Yeah, treat yourself, go out Sunday. I completely disagree. I think you go with the first option because once you've gone out three nights in a row, you are in really good nick. Like you, you are seeing them. Like all the things we've talked about in terms of your drinking, you've built up tolerance. Yeah. People you've met, momentum, local. You've probably been there at least two of those times to see them again. People yeah. aren't sure if you've slept. You yeah. might be wearing the same clothes. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like there's just. You're you're good at what you do by yeah by day four, and the going out behaviors just come so easy yeah it's, it's like so it's you're autopilot autopilot yeah, and you can just have a good time, and you've built up because also like when you have a break of a month, because we're oh, form we shouldn't confuse with you need to go out consecutively because because yeah. we mention it like if you go out three nights in a row with like a, a dud group of friends and then go out on the fourth night with your fun friends you're that's more risky than having a month off yeah and then having a night with your fun friends yeah because you it's like you can train the wrong way yes yes <laughs> it's a very good way to put it um yeah there's also like you can find good form with a group of friends yeah like you can hit form going to the same venue you can hit form in many different ways mm. um even if it's like dancing maybe you, you've hit form in dancing yeah. so you you um 
cash in or yeah yeah on on where your form is and it's kind of funny like even telling jokes i can feel sometimes like um how would you say it like dominating the conversation at a table sometimes i'm just completely out of form yeah and it's like you've got to rethink about how to get that back but also is there another way that you can another in another form Mm. that you can uh yeah branch off into and if you've done three nights in a row you have road tested a fuckload of things yeah yeah because also three nights in a row, let's think about it. You do Thursday, let's say it's 7 to 11, it's four hours. Mm. Friday, Saturday, Saturday, you could do a bloody 12-hour. Let's say Friday's yeah. a seven-hour. Yeah. Oh, holy shit, that's like 26 hours or something. Yeah. In three days. Like, that's close to your full-time job. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine reflecting on that and say, I've in, I've spent 25 hours going out this weekend. Yeah. And that's not skillful. Yeah. But then yeah. you do 40 hours a week. Oh, I'm be- by doing the 40 hours of work this week, I'm better at my job. Yeah. Exact same. Yeah. But as you said before, quantity over quality yeah. at times. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want to just be out and be in bad form. You, yeah. You'd, you'd want to prioritize having... I think that's the point. You want to prioritize having good form. Yeah. Than just going out and going through the motions. Yeah. And that's probably a, a broader point to the form is that you don't want a frivolous night out. That's yeah. why, to be fair, I I don't like midweek drinking. Yeah. For, I wouldn't have said this before we've made this point, but probably for this reason, where you risk, oh, let's go for a dinner, just have a few beers. So, oh, this is not good for my form. I'm training, <laughs> I'm training bad habits. Because often, like, for example, that midweek night, yeah. You don't introduce yourself to anyone. You just sit at your table, talk amongst your table. You then go out Friday when you're meant to be back in for meeting people. Yes. No, nah, you've trained yourself wrong. You're yeah. not in the mindset. Really yeah. dangerous. Wow, that is such a... Oh, that's a really good point. Yeah. No, I, I, I don't like midweek drinking. Yeah. And again, that goes similar back to the bender point. Whereas I'm, if I'm really refreshed come Friday, yeah, I've always got it in me. Whereas if I'm midweek, I've had a, had a couple, I know I've got an upper limit. Yeah. Wow. Golly gosh. This, how long's this gone for? Uh, an hour and 20. Yeah, okay. Because we keep getting told to shorten these and it's like... It this, feels unnatural. Yeah, we're not we're not going to yeah force something to be shorter. Yeah. You don't, and you don't have to listen to the whole thing. If you've made it to this point... You've done well. Yeah. You've done really well. well if you've made it to this point, let us know <laughs> <laughs> and come out with us. Like, that's... Well done. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon there'd be some people out there that are listening to this and being like, wow, this is, I've always felt this is right. I've always had an <laughs> inkling, but I couldn't quite put my, my finger on it. And I, I hope that people like now will recognize behaviors out and yeah. immediately um, like mediate them. Like yeah. the drama point, the yeah. drug point, the like people going home yeah. and then they, they wonder why they never have any fun. Yeah. I hope they they aim to rectify. <laughs> I think we've had we had the same realisation at the end of last one where we're like, Look, imagine if you were eighteen listening to this. Yeah. Like, maybe we're underestimating if this is useful. Like maybe yeah. this is maybe it's really useful. I hope it is. <laughs> You know what? I, I would love to see people like here over here on another table, someone saying, No, we're not having any drama. Yeah. 
Or have people come up and talk to us <laughs> and start a conversation and have no small talk? Yeah. It would make my day. Yeah. Absolutely. Because, yeah, what do we say? Like, with our bar updates, it's like a week. It, it is a genuinely good feeling when mm. we can tell someone it's pumping, yep. they go, yep. and they have a sick night. Yes. So, it's the exact same vein. Mm. If we buy this, I don't think it will change behavior, <laughs> but imagine if legitimately people change their behavior and people are just funner to go out And with. have more fun on night out, because that's yeah. ultimately that's the goal. That's the goal. Like, but, people yeah. ask, like, what do you get out of this? What's, what's the point of Bondi Lines? What's the... It's... How do we have more fun? Yeah. And how does everyone else have more fun? We have more fun when everyone else is having more fun. Yeah. So, it's like... Everyone wins. Everyone wins. And it's like we are so confused sometimes why people consciously, consistently have bad time, have bad nights out. Yeah. Yeah. It's baffling. We don't get it. We don't get it. We have no right to make this podcast. <laughs> but but I'm also trying to think I we I think the only right we have would be from our personal experience. Mm. Like just a survey. If you ask me when's the last bad night you've had or out of 10 how many bad nights do you have? Yeah. Not many. Not many. Like going out is oh, it's dangerous though because if you have so much fun doing it, you do more of it. Yeah. And as we discussed with the learn how to drink rule, <laughs> drinking is toxic, toxic. and not sustainable. <laughs> yes. Yes. We've done sober nights out. Definitely. You have to have it up you. Stu, do you reckon you could do, and this is not traveling, a sober single night out? As in you're by yourself. I think one I out, have. One out. Yeah, not traveling though. Would I do it? I, would, I just never would. In your hometown? Yeah, you never Could you would. do it? Yes. Would you do it? Probably not. No, yeah. I could. I mm. wouldn't. Yeah. There's something about a hometown that doesn't it's, sit right. That's nah, too embarrassing. Yeah, it doesn't sit what right. Are you, are you alone? It's like, fuck, yep. <laughs> and then you, it will come up, you're sober as well. And people are like, where are you from? Oh, oh, just down the Kingsford. road. Kingsford. <laughs> <laughs> Kingsford, where's that, bro? Oh, 15 metres that way. <laughs> so said that to an English person uh, the other night. Kingsford. Oh, bro, where's that? Is that... I'm from London. Is that near London? No, mate. No. <laughs> you don't even know... Yeah. Yeah. English geography. Again, but saying a suburb like it's yeah. a city in another part of the world. Yeah. I'm from Kingsford. What? <laughs> it's, that's a suburb. <laughs> but did you just say it like it was foreign? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, I reckon that's a wrap. Good shit. Nice. Maybe interviews next time. I don't know what we're going to do. Is this... Actually, just before we stop, is this the end of season one? <laughs> no. Or are we going to do why people go out? Is that going to... Or oh, no. Nah, I reckon we just... so psychology. I reckon, do we dare? Do we dare go f- full into, like, meaning and purpose? Well, let's, uh, let's, enough people are listening now to message us. <laughs> yeah. If you want something, want us to talk about something, yeah. or not even want us to, if you think we should talk about something, we're out of ideas. So, or well, we've got we, shit. Yeah. Season two, we've got a lot of ideas. But yeah. are we wrapping up season one on this one? And by season one, we're not, we don't label season one anything. If you've been listening no. to the four, you, you get you season know. one. You, like, get you get it. Get it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's it doesn't need to be explained to you. Yeah. But season two, I think you'd notice a mark a remarkable difference. What's well, more just more in format. Yeah, and we're trying to be more anecdotal is what we have in mind. Whereas yes. where this is pretty high level theoretical. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like days of the week. It's a it's an overview. It's an overview. It's go, it's all things going out, mm. and with a Sydney touch flavour. Summary based. Yeah, yeah. No, genuinely, call out if you've listened this far, and you have an idea for what we should talk about next one. DM us. We also people don't realise. I don't think we read every single DM we on read Insta. Every all single of them. one. Yeah, we screenshot a lot of them and talk about them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at a minimum, we try and, like, react. Mm. To be fair, we've, we get inundated. Sometimes we just have to see them. But we, we see them all. People don't realise, I don't think. I th- we're so close to this. Like, I don't know. I have no concept of how this hears back. I can't look but look at it objectively anymore. Yes. Yeah. We've lost I it. can only look at it through, like, the our lens. We're yeah. so deep. Yeah. Um, so DM us we so need to yeah, know DM we have us. no perspective DM yeah. us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands plus Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.